Hello, and welcome to the Go Think On A Podcast. My name is Kyle. I am the host. Um, Who am I? I am just a layman like you. I don't have any doctoral degrees. I'm not in seminary. I'm not in the pastorate. Uh, I'm not even in ministry. Um, I'm just an average person trying to live their life, trying to feed their family, trying to have fun with their kids, and trying to talk about the issues of today. And I think it's important that we do spend time talking about the issues of today because um, all we do is listen to people who claim to know what they what they're talking about and I think if we listen to them carefully we can we can easily hear that they have no idea um, they claim to be experts they claim to be journalists they claim to be uh, preachers of the Word of God but they say everything contrary to the truth um, so, I, I think it's really important for us laymen and laywomen uh, to discuss and think about the issues that we're facing today. And if we look at TV, if we watch TV, watch the news, read the papers, there are a lot of issues to talk about. And so that's what we want to do in this podcast. Um, that's what we'll spend time doing. We'll be spend time doing. We'll spend time discussing um, culture, politics, and apologetics, and uh, whatever else you might want to talk about. Um, so I am not going to be spending time every week talking about every single story that's happened throughout the week. Um, not every story is relevant to the Christian worldview um, but there are many that are now this won't be a a daily podcast it might not even be a weekly podcast it's going to be probably a whenever I get to it podcast um, so I mean so I will be trying to take some issues that have happened over the past however long the past week or so and well there'll be issues that have been relevant uh, to the Christian worldview and we'll discuss them and think about them and try to process them through a Christian worldview I might be right I might be wrong that's okay uh, but the point is that we need to discuss about, discuss these issues, and really think about them. We live in a world that runs on their feelings. Uh, it's whatever they feel is right, and usually whatever people feel is wrong. Um, so we can't base our thoughts or our actions on our feelings. We need to just chill out. And talk about it. So, let's get started. Um, so, what happened this past week? Well, there are a couple stories that I want to talk about. Uh, one comes, well, two of them are related. 
they might not seem related at first, but they will be. Uh, the first is from the Washington Examiner. Apparently Instagram, I'm not on Instagram, but the Washington Examiner reported that Instagram adds a mute white people button. It's a small little icon that literally says mute white people. Wow. Why is that being allowed to happen? I, I, I was flabbergasted when I saw that. What would the Washington Examiner say if Instagram added a mute whatever people button? It doesn't matter what it was, as long as it was not white. What would Instagram, or what would the Washington Examiner say? I mean, that is just so blatantly racist that I'm really at a loss for words. Uh, some of you might just be like, well, that's because you're white. Well, no. Civil rights is about equality. If it's okay to say mute white people, but it's not okay to say mute whatever it is, black people, Hispanic people, Native American people, if any of those aren't okay, there is no equality. And what I further don't get is that this culture says, hey, that's okay. It's okay to say, to have a button that says mute white people and you're not racist. But if you say mute black people, you're racist. What makes that okay? I, I want to know. Seriously. What makes that okay? Who are these people that say it's okay to have a mute white people button? If you are one of those people, I'd like you to get a hold of me. I, I want to talk to you. Uh, you can go to gothinkonit.com. No, sorry. Take that back. GoThinkOnIt.wordpress.com. There should be a contact button. If there's not, I'll get that up. I'm so far. I'm not on Twitter or Facebook. I'm still working on that. But if you are one of those people who says it's okay to have a mute white people button, I want to talk to you. I want to know what's going on in your mind because I don't get it. The next story that I want to talk about uh, didn't actually happen happened in this past week. It happened on July 5th. In the capital of my home state, Indiana, uh, in Indianapolis, that's uh, the capital if you weren't aware of that, um, a woman was murdered. Uh, now this isn't really shocking news for Indianapolis. Um, they're... Oh, Mayor Joe Hogsett is a joke. The city county council is a joke. They don't care about they don't care about people's lives. They don't care about homelessness. They don't care about business and that's quite apparent um, because downtown uh, during the riots of a few weeks ago our businesses got smashed in. The windows got smashed in. The businesses got looted and 
Mayor Joe Hogsett and the city county council haven't said anything about it. They they're completely silent. They haven't gone to the business community. They haven't offered help to them. They haven't even they haven't said that the writing was wrong. They've they've been hiding under a table and just coming out whenever they want to be um, culturally relevant. They're not helpful. I don't know why Indianapolis voted them in. But I don't live in Indianapolis, um, so I guess it's your loss, Indianapolis. But back to this story. A woman got murdered on the Indianapolis canals, which is a wonderful place. If you haven't gone to the Indianapolis canals, um, it is truly one of the best parts of Indianapolis. Um, it's beautiful. It has a monument to the Indianapolis, the USS Indianapolis. You can walk by the NCAA uh, Basketball Hall of Fame. You can actually enter it through the canals. Um, I think you walk by the Idlejorg Museum in downtown Indianapolis. It's it's truly one of the best places in Indianapolis. And it's very significant to me because that's where my wife and I first held hands. So it's... It's a very prominent pl place in my heart, um, and a very special place to me. And if you haven't been there, I would have recommended going, but I want to do that right now. Indianapolis's murder rates are significant, significantly increasing, and and the mayor and the city county council aren't doing anything about it. They don't care. They don't care that people's lives are being taken. They don't care that nearly every single day someone is murdered. At least every single day someone's shot or stabbed. And they're completely silent on it. But back to the story again. Um, as the reporting goes, this happened on July 5th. So it was right after... Independence Day, and, and the canals is a great place to go um, for Independence Day, too. People gather there and watch fireworks downtown. It's really it's really a great experience, um, which, I again, I wouldn't recommend anymore, which is a shame. But the day after Independence Day, um, as the reporting goes, there were two groups of people. Uh, one of them started... Well, these two groups met, I don't know how, and one of them started shouting uh, Black Lives Matter, and the other group, which the woman was part of, started shouting All Lives Matter. Now, at some point in the altercation, uh, both groups realized that the other group was armed, so they separated and went their separate ways, but later on... Um, the Black Lives Matter group uh, attacked the All Lives Matter group and and shot the woman to death. Now, what is wrong with saying All Lives Matter? If if all, why is that racist to say that All Lives Matter? This goes back to 
the Instagram thing. Why is it okay to say Black Lives Matter, but it's not okay to say White Lives Matter? Why is it not okay to say Native American Lives Matter? This, no matter what this Black Lives Matter group says, well, the organization, no matter what the or organization Black Lives Matter says, they only mean that only black lives matter. It's very apparent in their, in how they're acting. I mean, they're, they're, ever since George Floyd, more black people have died at the hands of black lives matter than at the hands of police. They say it's about police and justice, but then why are they going around killing each other? You look at Port, not Portland, Seattle. And that Chaz zone, within a few weeks, two, pe two people died at the hands of other Chaz members. It wasn't about police brutality. It's their own brutality. It's not protest. It's anarchy. But both of these stories, why do they matter to us? Um, the Black Lives Matter movement and organization is very politicized so uh, you might think that it's actually a political topic or you might be thinking that it's a civil rights topic um, or you might be thinking that it's a racial issue well it's it's all of those but none of those at the same time it's really a worldview issue and if it's turned into primarily a political issue or a civil rights issue you're wrong I, I'm sorry to say but you're just flat out wrong it's not primarily a political issue or a race issue or a civil rights issue it's a worldview issue and as Christians we need to know how to see this so how do we see it well, the Bible says that God created humans. I mean, it, it doesn't say that God created a particular race. God created the human race. And if you have the biblical worldview, like I do, then all people are related. They all stem from Adam. There's no white Adam. There's no black Adam. There's no Native American Adam. There's no Jewish Adam. There is Adam. Adam and Eve. That's it. One man, one woman. Not, not one man with 12 different women who were all a different color. It was one man, one woman. And that's it. We all stem from the same person. Race isn't... Race is just a... Stupid term anyway. I hate to say stupid term. I just couldn't think of anything else. Because there is only one race. And that's the human race. Skin color... Is nothing but something called melanin... In our skin. And we all have it. We all have melanin. It gives us the shade of our skin... It was built into us at creation 
and we all have it. The only difference is some people have more, some people have less. That's the only difference. Would we, would we um, persecute someone because they have more blood or less blood than us? No, of course we want it. Would we persecute someone just because their shoe size is bigger or smaller than ours? No. So why do we do it when someone has more or less melanin in their skin? Unless we have this Christian worldview, this biblical worldview, then racism will never go away. It won't. There's just nothing else about it. Unless we can see that we were all created in the image of God, then race problems will never go away. There will always be racial issues and quite frankly they'll start getting worse as we start progressing toward a, a atheistic and secular worldview. If you disagree, well I'm welcome to listen to it, um, but I don't think there's anything you can say to persuade me that I'm wrong. Um, because if you disagree with me, then I want to know what foundation you have to say that we're all created equally. Or, depending on your worldview, that we all evolved and we are equal. Um, Darwin didn't think that. Darwin didn't think we were all equal. So, good luck. Good luck with your Darwinian evolutionary theory that says we are all equal. If you don't believe that Darwin didn't think we were all equal, then, uh, well, I guess you've never read Darwin. So on to our uh, next topic that I want to talk about, and that's a couple of Supreme Court decisions that um, they made this past week. One of them, hang on, let me grab it real quick. One of them is uh, with the Little Sisters. Um, it's a Catholic organization um, that didn't want to adhere to the birth control mandate that was that was put on by the Obama administration. Um, they've been through this court battle for years and years, and finally, the this past week, the Supreme Court decided on it, and I believe it was a seven to two decision. Um, and they said that Little Sisters isn't required to provide birth control uh, to their or to the people that work in their organization. Um, Justice Clarence Thomas wrote, uh, "We made it abundant, and I quote: We made it abundantly clear that under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, the department, the excuse me." The departments accept the sincerely held complicity-based objections of religious entities. That is, they could not tell the plaintiffs that their beliefs are flawed because the departments view the connection between what the objecting parties must do and the end that they find to be morally wrong is simply too attenuated. So what's that mean? That means... That they decided that the government has no 
authority to impose something that goes against their religious values. Thank goodness. Why do I say thank goodness? Because that means the government has less control. And I'm all for the government having less power, being smaller, and having less control. I don't understand people that want bigger government. Sorry to say. Um, but I'm so glad that the Supreme Court made this decision. Um, because really, if they, if they didn't make this decision, if it went the other way, and they said that religious organizations have to do uh, what the government says, then the question becomes, where does it stop? Where's government power stop when it's imposed on religious organizations? Honestly, if the government has control of your health care and they force you to do something that's against your religious convictions, where does it stop? This is very relevant in today's world because uh, look at that uh, Colorado baker who wanted to bake a cake for um, a same-sex marriage. Uh, he was taken to town. He lost everything. All because the government said, you have to do this. What's wrong? Is there not another baker in town? Can you not go somewhere else for a cake? It's Colorado. It was... Uh, I forget what city it was in, but I'm pretty sure it was a pretty large city. Is there not another baker, if not in that town, then another town? Why can't you just go somewhere else? But no, um, that ba baker was, his life was ruined because of his religious convictions. Now, one of the dissenting, actually two of the dissenting justices, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Justice Sonia Stomayer, I don't know if that's pronounced right, um, those were the two that voted against this decision, and they said, they wrote, the religious beliefs of some to overwhelm the rights and interests of others who do not share those same beliefs. This court leaves women workers to fend for themselves to seek contraceptive coverage from sources other than their own employer's insurance and pay for contraceptive services out of their own pockets. Now, the problem I have with this is that the, the people who work there, the, the employees, um, they chose to work there. They weren't forced to work there. Why not just go work somewhere else? It's that simple. No one made you work for little sisters. You can easily... This is America. This is America. Just go find another job. What's so hard about that? You chose to work for a Catholic organization. And, I mean, I guess if you're not Catholic, then you don't know what Catholic standards are. You don't know what their religious convictions are. But if you're not Catholic... Why, what are you doing going to work for a Catholic organization? That that makes no sense to me. And if you didn't like what this organization was doing, leave. Go find a new job. What, this is the only job in the area that you're able to do? Go work for McDonald's. 
it's it's not that hard to find another job in America. It might be hard to find a better paying job. It might be hard to find an equally paying job, but it's not hard to find another job. If this is such a big deal to you that you have to sue over it, leave. It's it's that easy. Go find another job. There are plenty posted online. You can just walk door to door, ask for an application. Odd, odds are you'll find somewhere that will hire you. And then there was another decision, a similar decision, um, regarding Catholic schools. Um, this was also in a 7-2 decision by the Supreme Court. Now, the issue here was that a uh, woman who was a teacher who worked for a Catholic school organization, uh, she was let go and she sued because she believes that it was on the basis of her same-sex marriage. Now, again, uh, I, I fully support the court's decision to do this because if you go work for a religious organization and you don't understand this, the, the convictions and the rules that this religious organization has, then I think you have no right to sue over those issues and those convictions and rules. If you don't understand that this school in particular didn't accept same-sex marriage based on religious convictions, well then go work for someone else. Go work for the public schools. I mean, the government would be more than happy to take you in to show how woke they are, to show how relevant they are, they they use you as a poster girl to say, "Hey, look, we have a same-sex teacher. Come to this school; it's great. We'll actually give more tax money to this to schools that that hire these teachers. That's what the government does." Are you telling me that? There are no other school organizations that need teachers. That this was the only job that you could get. Well, then maybe if, if this was literally the only job that you could get as a teacher, maybe you're just a bad teacher. Sorry. Was this school the only school that taught a class within your your? realm of expertise well if so then i guess your realm of expertise isn't really that important because other schools aren't teaching it if you cannot find a good another job as a teacher well i'm not saying that every school out there um needs teachers that's not that's not what i'm saying at all i'm just saying that there are plenty of schools out there that need good teachers if you are a good teacher then you should be able to find a new job. It might be in a different town. It might be in a different state. But it's still out there. If you went into this job knowing and signing a paper that says you will not approve of same-sex marriages, or be one, be in one for that matter, um, then you are going against something you agreed to. 
So, I mean, on that, you should be just fired for lying to the organization. Now, I want to be clear. This is not a conversation about whether same-sex marriage marriages are right or not. It's an issue about government overreach into religious organizations. If I went to an Islam school, if I participated with an Islam organization and I signed a document saying that I would adhere, adhere to what the Quran, the Quran says um, as I went about my duties uh, within the organization. What right do I have to say, wait, 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 I, I, I don't believe the Quran. I believe in the Christian scriptures. I, don't, I disagree with what the Quran says about this. So what right do I have to sue the Islam organization based on what I agreed to? I don't have that right. I shouldn't even be working for the Islam organization in the first place if I disagree with the Quran and have to sign a paper saying that I agree with the Quran. So this is not an issue about about same-sex marriage. It's not an issue about that. It's a, an issue about it's an issue about government overreach within religious organizations. And my question is, if it's okay with one thing, if it's okay with healthcare and contraceptives, where does it stop? If you give the government an inch, they're going to take a mile. That's that's just my feeling, um, and you're welcome to disagree with that, but that's my political opinion that the government overreaches um, in whatever they do, so we can't give them that inch. If religious organizations give them that inch, then depending on who's in office, they will continue taking and taking and taking. All in the name of fairness. All in the name of equality. All in the name of rights. And they'll do that as you see your religious freedoms dwindling away. So... Um, why is this relevant to us? Well, it's relevant to us because we have a political election coming up. And one of the candidates flat out came out and said, uh, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Joe Biden. He came out and said that he's going to overturn this ruling. On what authority? So we're, okay, so, okay. Let's think about this. We have three three branches of government. We have the judicial system, or the judicial branch, the legislative branch, and the executive executive branch. Joe Biden is running for office in the executive branch. The decision was made in the judicial branch. Joe Biden comes in and says, "Hey, no, I don't care." what the judicial branch says. There's not a separation of powers. I'm going to do whatever I want. 
Well, then, where are we left? Where are we left if there are no separation of powers? If whoever's in office in the White House can do whatever they want, whenever they want, without regard to the other branches of government? How can Joe Biden come in and say, you know what, Supreme Court, I don't like you. So, I'm going to get my way, whether you like it or not. I don't care about your decisions, um, unless they're made in my favor. Then if they're made in my favor, I'll just point to you and say, see, the courts agree with me. Um, but if I don't agree with your decisions, um, then I'm just going to do whatever I want. And that's who's running for the Democratic Party. And it's very unlikely, because he's not the nominee right now, he's not the official nominee, but it's very unlikely that the Democratic Party is going to choose anyone unless Hillary Clinton jumps in and says, hey, I'm going to do this again. But, um, yeah, that's what the Democratic Party has. The Democratic Party has someone who says, you know what, other branches of government, forget you. You know what, religious freedom, forget you. You know what, free speech, forget you. That is the Democratic Party. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not a Republican. But that is what is in front of our faces with the Democratic Party. That is who Joe Biden is. That is who is running for president against Donald Trump. That is who will take away religious liberty, religious freedom, and your religious rights. That's who he is. He has come out and said it. There is no debate here. It's come out of his own mouth. That is Joe Biden. So do you want that if you're a Christian? Do you want that? I don't care if you're a Democrat. Do you want that? Do you want to vote for someone who takes away what you think is a might be a uh, inconsequential liberty or religious right today, but tomorrow something else? Just just remember, we have four years with this guy if he's elected. So what if he's promising to overrule a decision? Before he's even elected, what's he going to do if he has the legislature too? Well, that's all I have for today. I think um, that's a all right first episode. This is my first time ever doing this, so uh, it's a learning process, and um, I will learn on the way. But before I go, um, I can't not mention apologetics, um, and I just wanted to... Uh, share that there are some free apologetics resources out there. Um, some notes and handouts from a guy named Neil Shinvi. Neil Shinvi. He's a theoretical chemist. And he stopped his career um, as a theoretical chemist. And, and now he's homeschooling and teaching apologetics. Um, he's also a member of Summit Church. Uh, you might have heard that name. It's uh, J.D. Gruss Church down in uh, Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina. Um, and whatever your opinions are on J.D. Gruss, those are your opinions. 
Um, but anyways, there are some free notes and handouts from Neil Shinvey online. Uh, you can get them at www.shinvi.com forward slash notes. That's shinvi.apologetics.com forward slash notes. And he has notes and handouts on things such as there's an apologetics uh, boot camp course. Um, he also has Jehovah Witnesses beliefs in evangelism strategies and he has the same thing for Mormonism and he has one called why believe Christianity so these I haven't looked at these they yet I only found out about them yesterday um, but they look promising so uh, yeah feel free to take a look at them and hopefully we'll see you next time subscribe to the podcast Hopefully you liked it. It was certainly a, a interesting experience for me. I've, I'm not really a talker. I prefer writing. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Writing takes a lot more time. Um, and currently I don't have that ability to do it. So subscribe to the podcast. Go to www. Uh, go think on it. .wordpress.com and we'll see you next time.